Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studio, it's The Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life, about your money. I am your host, the Jade Warshaw. I am joined by Ken Coleman, America's career coach. In the house. In the house. Thank you, Ken. Uh, and like I said, we're here to talk about your life and money. So give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. And we will chop it up with you. Let's go straight to the phone lines. We got Amber in Los Angeles, California. What's going on in California, Amber? Hey, how are you? Doing good. How are you? Good. Good. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I'm a new listener. I stumbled across uh, the YouTube channel about probably like a day after I prayed for financial guidance. Um I'm 33. I'm single. I'm in California. I'm a registered nurse. Um, but growing up, I never really had any financial guidance. Um, I saw my parents struggle going through bankruptcy, and I kind of feel like I'm going in the same footsteps. Mm. Um, after I found the show, I enrolled in uh, Financial Peace University, but I'm kind of stuck on baby step one. Um, I don't really have any extra funds left over to cover like minimum payments um, for my debt. So. Um, kind of just stuck. Like, what do I do in that situation? That's such a good question. And I think a lot of people find themselves there. Um, typically, when you find that you don't have any margin left, right? You're barely covering minimum payments. There's no money there. It's usually a combination of a couple of things. One, your actual core income is probably not high enough. It's not sustaining your life. It also could be that you need to cut back in your lifestyle, or it might be a combination of the two. So let's get a little bit more information from you. What's your current income? I make about ninety thousand a year. Mm-hmm. Um, my my debt is a lot of student loans, um, but there's also consumer debt there. Can you um, break so that the down? Minimum payments. Sure. Um, my student loans um, probably about one hundred and ninety four thousand because uh, I went to a private school. Mm-hmm. It's pretty expensive, and then um, credit cards. 20,000 personal loans, 38,000. 38,000. Okay. What kind of degree do you have? I have my bachelor's, but I'm in school for my master's. I'll be done next April. What field is it? Uh, Nursing. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you do have a lot of student loans. What's the minimum payment on those student loans? The minimum is like 1,500 a month because I have such a high interest rate. Yeah. Because they're private. What is it like 7.5? Um, one of them is, uh, the other is 11.5. Yeah. Those things get bad. Those things get high fast. Okay. So we're working full time. We're in our field. Like you said, these student loans are just, and you've been paying them the whole time cause they were never put on pause. Right. Cause they're private. Um, right. what is, what have you been doing? Have you just been barely getting by? Are you using the credit cards to fill in the gap? Is that where the credit card debt is coming from? Right, exactly. The credit cards and the personal loans. Yeah, it started with I had to pay taxes one year for mm-hmm. uh, for work, and I didn't have that emergency fund or any kind of yeah. money saved, so I had to go out and get a loan, and then kind of just snowballed from there. Are you currently on a budget? I did um, look through. I, I enrolled in every dollar, uh-huh. um, and I looked at everything, and I'm not really spending much outside of my bills. I don't really have the extra to spend, so. Mm-hmm constantly have like a negative account or I have to borrow from like family or friends. So what I want, what I would say is I want you to get back on that every dollar budget because it's just good to keep those numbers in front of you. Plus 
you're going to start working to get more income coming in because that's the only solution to this problem. If you've got a big hole, you need to have a big shovel. So for you, that's gonna look like doing extra work, picking up extra shifts, side hustles, whatever you can do to get that extra margin. I mean, $1,000 would make a huge difference for you right now going towards your debt, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. What is your rent or mortgage situation? Uh, my rent is 2100 a month, okay. um, and it's kind of hard to find something cheaper. I don't really have sure. family that I could live with, and I, I that's what I How many kiddos? You said you're a single mama? Uh, no, I don't have any kids. I'm sorry. So you are single. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking for a roommate. I know. That's right. Um, I, I think Jade's absolutely right on you need to make more income, and I'll, I'll add to that in a second, but if I'm you... I'm finding a roommate stat. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles, there's got to be plenty of other single ladies out there that you can interview and you got good you got good sense and just find somebody who's willing to live with you uh, cuz they need to cut as well. And let me just tell you something, if you get a roommate and do you have two bedrooms? No, just one. Oh jeez. Well, I'd get a bunk bed, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I understand you, if you've got a one bedroom, that's a little bit different. I, so I didn't want to go too far down that, but I, I would be looking at stuff like that. You know, do they have a, do you have a couch and would someone like to save $1,100 a month? I know you would. Am I right? You're right. Why wouldn't you try that? You have nothing to lose, but that's $1,100 raise by getting a roommate. Look, I'm Amber. Can I just tell you, uh, you're single. When my husband and I were paying off our student loans, which, by the way, um, there was one of them that was around one hundred ninety-four thousand, uh, we got roommates mm-hmm. as married people. Ken, why not? And look, ten out of ten would not recommend that. But if you're getting out of debt for a short season, for a short season, go on and do it. Brain. You used your brain. Heck yeah! You, you had some discernment. You probably had a process. That's they weren't right. axe murderers. No, they were old friends, and we we decided that we would try it for a year, Amber and. After a year, we were like, okay, that's enough. But in your case, you might be able to have a better situation because it's just you. It's not for people to navigate, you know, a space. Look, so let's, let's just do this. I think it's this. totally worth it. $1,100 times 12 months, you know what that equals. Would that change your life dramatically, Amber? It would definitely help out. All right. Now, now that I know, and I misunderstood, I thought you were single mama. So now I'm going all in. Mm-hmm. All right. You're single. You're a nurse. I'd be pulling every extra shift that I could possibly get. And Amber, I'm not talking out of my motivational hat here. I remember about a year ago, I was on with Dave Ramsey on this very show, and a nurse stood across the uh, studio to us on the debt-free stage and talked about how she was working 60 and 70 hours a week, and she paid off 200 and I I think it was $60,000 worth of debt. Wow. So Amber... You've got a very nice profession. You have got an opportunity to go out and work. I know that the nursing industry is strapped, and there is opportunity for you, yes or no? Yes, and I've actually um, just recently got hired for a per diem job, so I know like Good. I'll be able to do it, but I think I'm just scared about like I don't have the tools. You know, you do. I didn't grow up with that. With no, that Amber, listen, we're going to walk with mm-hmm. you. We're going to walk with you. You've got every dollar. You've got FPU. You're going to get in a class. You're going to sit among, sit among other people who are trying to figure it out. And we have got the baby steps. All you've got to do is walk it out. Right. I also want to give you something. I'm going to give you uh, Dave's wildly best-selling book, Total Money Makeover, to read one chapter a day, 
while you're going through FPU, you know what to do. And Amber, you can do it. I'm not betting against you, but you better go get busy, get a roommate on that couch, and get you a whole lot more hours. And before you know it, you're going to be rocking this thing. And in the meantime, I want you to go sign up for Rachel Cruz's Every Dollar webinar. She's going to teach you exactly how to do it. That's August 24th. Be there, Amber. You need this. So here's a quick math refresher. There are only 24 hours in a day, so your business needs to streamline tasks that are time suckers and focus on activities that make money. So to reduce headaches as they scale, smart businesses use NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. NetSuite helps you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform. So join the more than 37,000 smart businesses like Ramsey Solutions that have done the math and graduated to NetSuite. And right now you can download NetSuite's KPI checklist absolutely free at netsuite.com slash Ramsey. That's netsuite.com slash Ramsey. All right, you're listening to The Ramsey Show. I am Jade Warshaw, joined by Ken Coleman. And um, you can give us a call if you want to talk about whatever's on your mind, 888-825-5225. But I'm going to tell you guys what is on my mind, and it's probably on your mind as well, and that is student loans, Ken. Watch out, folks. I'm warning you. She's amazing. She's delightful, <laughs> but she's about ready to fire it up. I All mean, right? look, here, here, here's where it lands. You guys know. <laughs> I'm going to talk about student loans until I'm blue in the face, and you probably know that the Biden administration opened up a new loan repayment plan. It is called the SAVE plan. It says this new repayment program opens today for more than 20 million student loan borrowers, and these payments are based on their income, and their family size, okay? The Biden administration announced that uh, the Savings on a Valuable Education Program, that's the acronym. I don't know why they do that. They just want something to sound good. So it's really just called the SAVE plan, it's okay? Freaking, freaking bureaucrats. That's all yeah. they do. They just want it to sound special. Yeah. Just know it's called the SAVE plan, okay? It's one of the many, uh, I should say one of the four income-driven repayment plans. This is the newest one because the the program will calculate your monthly payment, like I said, based on your income, your family size, and the hope that they're hoping is that it will help you, quote, save money on payments. Now let's stop right there. The way we teach, I don't want you to save money on payments. I want you to pay the thing off. So I don't want your payment to go lower necessarily. I want you to spend more money monthly towards your debt so it can go away faster right? All right can i point out that this is there's some shenanigans in this there are some shenanigans this is this is this is what you need to understand and don't get sucked into this i'm just gonna i'm gonna give it right back to you where you were uh-huh go, but go i want to point out why jade's right this program is an end around the supreme court's decision the supreme court said that biden acted illegally in trying to forgive student loans. So what does the Biden administration do? They come up with this nifty little program, and this is in the fine print. This program will calculate monthly payments based on borrowers' income and family size. The administration estimates that under this new SAVE program, more than a million borrowers, listen to this, will qualify for zero payments. (laughs) Zero dollars in payments. It's an end around. This is what they're saying is to Americans, we feel your pain. And they're going, we're going to try to fix it to where you don't have to pay anything back. And then they're going to go, well, based on this, uh, some will only 
will save about a thousand dollars a year. But this is all about making sure that the interest doesn't balloon. But this is another political tactic. And if you go along with this, you're going to say thank you, Uncle Joe. You're never going to pay this off. Well, here's the thing, you know, and and I want to talk about this practically because what I see on social media is folks saying, Jade, why wouldn't I do this? The interest is not going to accrue. It doesn't matter what my payment is. At the end of this term, no interest will accrue and they'll forgive whatever's left. Not going to happen. Well, here's the thing. No one is thinking about how long this is. Okay. You, even if you had, it starts at $19,000, right? If you have student loans as low as $19,000, you're still in for a bare minimum of 10 years. You would have to pay a bare minimum of 10 years to get that proclaimed for freedom at the end. And then for every thousand dollars above that, another year, okay? So for most people, they're gonna be looking just, and this is just averages, all right? Most people are gonna be around 30, 25 to 30 years paying back. Right. That's not worth it. Can I just tell, let let me tell you guys a little story. Most of you guys know that Sam and I had uh, around $280,000 of student loans. And a lot of ours were private loans, okay? So we didn't have all these options. They were not talking about repayment, okay? Uh, This was back during the Great Recession that we started paying our loans off, Ken. So you know, the world was going crazy, very similar to how it is right now. Now it's inflation. Back then it was the housing market, gas prices, all that crazy stuff. And let me tell you, my husband and I, There were different types of payment plans back then. And we hopped on a couple because it was like, okay, our student loans are so expensive. We could not handle them. Like we could not pay them. Mm. Uh, We didn't have enough money. And I can tell you, even when you go on a payment plan and it lowers your payment from $500 to $84, you still feel the weight. Mm -hmm. You still know those loans are there. They're sitting there. They're waiting for you. I cannot physically imagine having that there for the for the next 25 years Mm-mm. you want to talk about cutting years off your life Ugh. the stress the amount of stress just knowing they were there now mm. here's what i do want to say because i'm about to flip the script on some of y'all when it comes to these income driven repayment plans the only time and i say only in big red bold letters with lots of exclamation points next to it okay the only time i would ever consider a payment plan like this is with the intention of lowering my monthly payment temporarily, mm-hmm. Ken, so that I can get as much money in my budget to throw it at the smallest debt in my debt snowball. Sure. You got it? Did, I, did it you makes feel, sense. Do you hear? Do y'all feel what I'm saying? Whew, I wrote it down in case I forget because I you, get in trouble. Okay. I don't want nobody She's getting in trouble. She's out there. If you sign up for one of these income-driven repayment plans mm-hmm. just simply to kick the can down the road yep. thinking you're going to get forgiveness after 25 years... Y'all need to stop right now. You're just playing yourself. But if you really want to play it right, what you need to do is like, okay, if my payment, matter of fact, I have actually a picture of one of Sam and I's payments that we had. This was from, is this Navient? This was just one set of the mini loans we had. And you can see there, the payment is somewhere around 500 and some odd dollars. And we were able to work with them to get the payment down to $257. And we did that to free up more money to go to our smallest debt on our debt snowball. We did that temporarily. And then when it came time to pay that debt, we were hitting that thing with a machine gun Mm -hmm. as quickly as we could. So there is is some smart guidance around this, Ken, 
But what I really don't want people doing is saying, oh, great, I can pay $0. I'll just ride that wave forever. That's right. Terrible idea. Yeah, because here's the deal. You don't know what administration's coming in next and who's going to be in charge. And this idea that someone from the government is eventually going to agree with this person. Folks, I mean, you don't have control over that. No. And think, I, I, ugh, I don't like that idea of holding it and holding it and holding it and holding it. And think about it. These are the people who helped put you in this position. The government cannot put you first, guys. It's true. They have never put you first. Yeah. They, they, it's impossible for them to put you first. There's too many of us. <laughs> They're going to do what's best for whatever administration is at the time. Only you can put you first. Well, let's remember that there's been no conversation in Washington, D.C. about stopping the federal student loan That's program. That's a fact. No, so while all these people are supposedly being forgiven or hope to be forgiven, they're still doling them out to this new, fresh crop of high school students that are about ready to go into the next year. And, yeah. and and so you've got to understand, folks, this is a game that you haven't set the rules for. That's right. You either play the game or get out of the game, and we're here to help you get out of the game. I know, that's right. And we're doing that. We are doing a student loan this is awesome. live stream. Guys, this is what we need to be telling you about. You and Dave Ramsey and Rachel Cruz teaming up. That's right. September wow. 12th. It's free. Is it? It's free. It's absolutely free. Yeah. Guys, we're going to walk you through because I know y'all half the folks can are like, stop talking and just tell me what to do. Tell me what <laughs> tell me what I'm supposed to do. We are going to tell you exactly what to do. Matter of fact, I was in a meeting yesterday with the big eagle himself, uh -oh. Dave Ramsey, and he was like, I the don't want The big eagle as opposed to the bald eagle? I see what you the did The big there. eagle, man. He was like, I don't <laughs> want to spend a lot of time with any fluff. I want to get down to business. Oh, These people want to know it. Yeah, that's And true. that's what we're going to do, guys. Sign up. We want to just... You know, save your seat. It's a live stream. We want to know that you're coming. So sign up. It's no, uh, It's September 12th. You can go to RamseySolutions.com slash student loans. And while you're there, there's also some things that you can start doing today to start preparing for these payments because they're coming back. Yep. Ken, they're coming and listen, with a vengeance. I want you folks to post this. If you're part of our tribe and you, you want to help others, you have a lot of power on social media. Post the link, RamseySolutions.com mm -hmm. slash student loans. It'll bring up a really cool graphic, make you look like you know what you're doing in social media. Tell people. Yeah. It's free. Even if you don't have student loans, yeah. you know someone Spread who has student word. loans. Oh, help it's going to be great. I love it. This is what it's all about, guys. We want to bring that hope. It, it's not hopeless. Please, please believe me. If I'm standing here with zero dollars of student loan debt, so can you. The time is going to pass anyway. Most people are able to do it. In 24, 36 months, we see it every day. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey folks, Dave Ramsey here. There are moments in life we don't want to forget, like your kid's graduation or the once-in-a-lifetime trip. For the big moments, the everyday moments, and everything in between, every dollar is there to help you budget for all of it. It's the simple budgeting app that helps you plan, save, and spend for the important things. Budget for the life you really want, every moment of it. Download the app or check the link in the show notes to create your free account today. Every dollar. All right, you guys are listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm Jade Warshaw. This is Ken Coleman. And you may not know this, but all month long, we are giving away cash here at Ramsey Solutions. And you could have the chance to win. We do this a couple of ways. Each week, we give away $500. And then at the end, 
We give away $3,000 to a lucky winner, which is pretty cool. You can do this, guys. You can sign up to win and, you know, cast your vote or whatever by going to RamseySolutions.com slash cash giveaway. I got to be honest. I love this because people need this cash to pay off debt, King Coleman. We are walking through baby steps. Any little bit helps. And it's funny because people come through here all the time and they're like, Jade, I can't believe it. I actually won the cash giveaway. Mm -hmm. Right. And I love it because it's Dave's money, not my money. Okay. I know that's right. Although we do love being generous. With Dave's money. (laughs) Not even with a little bit of Ken Coleman's money. I do. It just sounds more fun (laughs) to say it that way. But no, it is. This is something we always look forward to. It's an annual tradition. Yeah. And you can enter it win once a day. So Mm -hmm. keep coming back. That uh, always increases the old chances, I'm guessing. I don't know. You just keep signing up, signing up, signing up. And there's also some great deals on a lot of our products as well. So August is always like a second Christmas around here. Yeah. Some people say Christmas in July. We say Christmas in August. That's right. But yeah, all those books are on there. And, you know, we got uh, John Deloney's books. Your books are on there. You can get these books for as low as $12. Mm -hmm. I'd like to point out that that I have two teenage boys, so I need help with groceries. So you can make your donation by buying one of my books. (laughs) A lot of bacon. A lot of bacon. There's also the questions for humans cards that are there, which are such a big hit. I love those. Yeah. Have you ever used them? Yeah. But I'd rather you talk about my products because I don't get paid on those. All right. Ken, you know what, Ken Coleman? Let me set you up right now. <laughs> I'm just, no, stop. No, I'm I kidding. am. This I'm is kidding. real. This is Too real. Too many jokes. Today on Facebook, I was looking at our Ramsey Baby Steps community, which has got uh-huh. a bagillion people in it. That's a lot. And there was a girl in there. She was like, I cannot figure out. I'm 19. I can't figure out what I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know just the thing. Ken oh, Coleman's career assessment. There it is. So we gifted get it to her. assessment. That's a great product. That's there as well. And again, all proceeds go to groceries. <laughs> groceries for kids kin's kids i'm not above groveling about my grocery (laughs) bill with two teenage boys they literally have hollow legs you know this is coming hollow legs yeah they can eat and eat and eat and eat eat. that's just part of being a teenage boy you know what i mean look one day your little man is gonna be eating you out he already is is he already my guy can eat okay (laughs) he can eat this boy i'm like how are you eating the same as me that's what i'm talking about all right That's it, guys. Head over there. We want you to go to RamseySolutions.com slash giveaway. You can sign up to win. You can get yourself some books, some content, some questions for humans, all at a discounted rate. And you do not have to donate to Ken's Kids Fund. No, you don't have to. (laughs) Let's go to Audrey in Macon, Georgia. What's going on, Audrey? Hi. Hey, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. How can we help? My, I guess my question is, am I crazy for thinking I'm going to be able to buy a home before I'm 36? I read a statistic the other day, and the new average for first-time homebuyer is 36. Mm. (laughs) Well, you know, do you want to know how I feel about that kind of stuff? I don't really let it get to me. I don't really let it get to me because at the end of the day, like, stats are great, Mm -hmm. but you get to choose... Mm -hmm if you're going to be part of the statistics based on your actual situation in the situation that you right. create for yourself, right? right? Numbers change when people change. So let's get into the yeah. specifics here. What What do you need okay. to get out of? What kind of debt do you have? How long would it take you to get up a nice down payment the way that we teach? Mm-hmm. So what are your realities? I am in my last semester of college. Okay. I have about $2,000 on my credit card mm-hmm. from school. So I don't have, I don't technically have student debt. Okay. So okay. that's good. Any and other I debt? pay on that credit card monthly. 
Mm-hmm. No, I have no other debt. Are you single? Um, no. So that's the other half. My um, boyfriend, we plan to get married. They say it's easier if you buy a house when you're married. Mm, let's talk correct? about that. How old are you? <laughs> okay, go into that. Yeah. I am 23. Okay, you're 23. You've got a boo, mm-hmm. and you guys are planning on mm-hmm. getting married when? Um, we don't really have a timeline on it. Okay. How Why? long? Have- I mean, we're thinking. She's young, Ken. She's 23. Oh, no. You see, you, you <laughs> took that why the wrong way. I want to know, is I this mean, the guy? Is this the guy for you? I'm not rushing you. I'm just saying. This is the guy. Does he however, think that you're the lady? She said, comma, however. I, I would hope so. <laughs> oh, you better know so. Is what? That's my so whole the, point, right? Well, that's yeah. why they're not married yet, Ken, because she doesn't just... I, it's not written. She don't well, know yet. <laughs> I know, but my point is, don't go into this thing like, well, I might get married because of a house. It's like, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. Yes. You see where I'm coming? Yeah, no, she's putting the cart before. We the know horse. we want. <laughs> we know we want to get married. I just never put a big. I'm never. I've never been one to be like, we have to get married at this time. <laughs> so. Um, okay, so let's let's approach this as though it's just been waiting you. on me to get out of college before we move forward. Okay. I'm fine with that. That's you, fine. You, Jade, you took issue with saying what she said. It's, I've been told it's easier yeah. to get a house when you're married. And you were like, whoa, yeah. so what's going on with you? Uh, um, One thing doesn't really have to do with the other for me. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. You, d- you deciding to get married or not get married to this dude, that's one choice. Uh-huh. And then home purchasing is a complete other thing separate from that. So let's talk about buying a house. When you're buying a okay. house, what denotes um, Audrey when it's time to buy a house is if you can afford to buy a house. That's really the right. biggest thing. Based on? Mm-hmm. Based on your income, based on right. how much you're able to put down, based on if you are in a secure job that you're going to be able to continue. You know, there's so many things there. So in your situation, mm-hmm. what's your living situation right now? I just live at home. Mm-hmm. I virtually have no expenses okay so what i would tell you to do i'd say audrey set aside a thousand dollars today as a starter emergency Mm -hmm. fund and then i would say Mm -hmm. audrey pay off this two thousand dollars in credit card debt and cut up the card never to be seen again and then i would Mm -hmm. say audrey i want you to build up three to six months of expenses because i don't Mm -hmm. want you buying a house without savings if you buy a house without savings that is known as a disaster because home ownership costs money okay Mm. Monty, don't get mm-hmm. me started. <laughs> okay, don't get me started on a house. It you know, makes expense. I'm looking at a roof right, right. now. All a right. roof situation. The man. AC, the AC, water leaks. Yeah, and these don't cost a little bit. Yes. These cost oh, the most. Man. So you need that three right. to six months, and then you want to start looking at setting aside a down a down payment. Okay, down payment. You're looking right. at twenty percent you know, no less than 10%. Like we want to get that down payment up there. But then you also have to think of other things that go along with buying a house, like closing costs and and, and earnest mm-hmm. money and all these things. So you need to have a nice stack of cash is what I'm saying. All right. Right. And that's what I've been trying to do is put away cash. I'm just scared it's not enough. <laughs> well, what you can do is Ramsey right. Solutions has a really great uh, it's a how much home can I afford calculator. That's great. And you can go mm-hmm. in there and you can plug in your numbers because at the end of the day, here's what we're looking for. This is the 
the formulation for success. We want the payment to be no more than 25% of your take-home pay, right? Mm -hmm. So if you end up getting married, after you got married, Mm -hmm. if you two did buy a house, no more than 25% of your combined take-home pay, right? That's what you're looking for on a 15-year fixed mortgage. Yes, no, none of this 30 yeah. year business. So that's, yeah. that's, that's what we're looking for. So use that calculator and see, are you making any money yet? I am, but it's only part time. I'm an intern at an accounting office. Yeah. So first things first, we got to get the money rolling in consistently. Right. We got to figure out, you know, I don't know that that's the next step for you moving forward. It sounds like there's some relational business that needs to be sorted out, but, uh, that's what I'm saying. Let's commit. Come on. I'm old school. Let's commit. Well, what is this been, dating for 10 years? We've been offered a family heirloom, so we're on the way there. Oh, okay. I okay. like where this is headed. That's what I'm talking about. So, you know, it's first things first. You know, if it, if it turns out it doesn't work out with this guy, you still know the blueprint. That's and right. maybe on down the line, you'll get a home. However it happens, it's going to happen the right way because you've got the right information, girl. This is The Ramsey Show. Fake it till you make it. It's popular career advice, but it doesn't work for very long. If you don't love what you do, you can't fake the enthusiasm and energy you need to win at work. You also can't fake your physical health and energy. Everybody knows we should eat more fruits and veggies, but fruit chews and veggie chips don't count. If you aren't winning physically, I promise you're limiting your opportunities to win professionally. Folks, I know you're going hard right now to pay off debt and get ahead professionally. You need another gear. And that's why Balance of Nature will help you. They help me. They give me the benefits of fresh, whole fruits and veggies in just seconds. The blend of 31 different fruits and veggies is powdered in an advanced process that locks in the nutrients. So go to balanceofnature.com and enter the promo code RAMSEY to get 35% off your first order and lock in a lifetime price as a preferred customer. That's balanceofnature.com with the promo code RAMSEY for 35% off your first order. All right, you guys are listening to The Ramsey Show. I am your host today, Jade Warshaw, joined by one of my favorite co-hosts ever, Ken Coleman. There it is, folks. That's money well spent right there. I get you a compliment like that. <laughs> I say that about all the co-hosts. You do, don't I you? I love you all. Yeah. Yes. This we, is lo- great. we love you as well. <laughs> well, give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. We want to hear from you. We want to answer your questions. We want to know what's, what is it that's going on in your life that's making things frustrating with your money? Is it somebody in your family? Is it your kids? Is it student loans? Tell us what's going on. We will do our best to help you out. But I also want to say for all of our folks who are listening for the first time, mm-hmm. you might be listening and you're like, man, y'all are out here talking about all sorts of stuff that I don't understand. I heard you talk about the baby steps. I heard you mention a debt snowball. I am new here and I want to get the lingo. I want to make sure I'm on board with you guys. So if you're a new listener and you want to dive deeper into our Ramsey baby steps, I would tell you to go to RamseySolutions.com and click on the little get started button. I think it's up there in the right corner. Uh, We'll help you figure out what the best next step is for your financial journey based on where you're at today. Okay, so that's RamseySolutions.com and click that get started button and we'll be there to help you out. In the meantime, let's go to Bailey in Green Bay, Wisconsin. What's going on, Bailey? Hey, thanks for taking my call, everyone. Awesome. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Doing good. So what's going on? So as uh, a lot of people my generation, um, I went to college. I got a four-year. I 
worked about two or three jobs every semester so I could minimize my debt and I didn't need to take out certain loans. I'm currently around 22.5 in my student loans and looking at repayment right now coming to us like a giant looming cloud (laughs) over the horizon. torpedo. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I was just kind of wondering. I had also a little bit of personal debt, but I'm getting that paid off shortly, thankfully. What's that? Um, The personal debt? uh, I had a couple things with my car go wrong and then a couple other things. Okay. Um, So it's around like, it was around like 3000 but I'm just getting out of that, thankfully. So that's it. Um, it's just the twenty two five and the three thousand for the car. Yeah, pretty much. Um, when you say so, pretty much, sorry, I got to be clear. Pretty much, oh, no, or it that's is, it. It is. Yeah. Okay. It is. That's it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was wondering. I've already sat down and I've calculated how much interest I'm going to lose on each of the loans. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that debt snowball says, "Hey, do the smallest one first. But if I can knock out, um one that's just slightly bigger than the smallest one that's going to lose me more money in the long run. Should I get that done right away or should I go for the smallest one? So, in your opinion. Um, you know, I'm, I'm team debt snowball and I'm team, you know, paying off the smallest debt first. And here's why it mathematically, it does make sense what you're saying. Oh, pick the one with the best inter- sure. with the highest interest rate and do that one first. Mathematically speaking, I get why you're saying that, but there's more to it than that. And we have found that when people start with um, interest rates or they try to do these other things, it takes longer and it takes you longer to feel, you know, that adrenaline hit from getting a win. And so yeah. when my husband and I were paying off our student loans, we listed them smallest to largest, even though... Uh, some of his private loans, man, those interest rates were upwards of seven and a half percent, eleven percent, and we chose to pay off one of my student loans first because it was a lower payment and it was a lower. I mean, the balance was lower, so we did that one first, and it felt great. It was like, oh my gosh, we did this, and then you go to the next one, you're like, oh, we did it, and and it just creates that motivation. So there's a reason to do it that way. So I would suggest listing them from smallest to largest and paying them that way. And honestly, if you go back, if you're intense about this, if you go back, you're going to realize um, the money that you may have missed out in interest. It's it's negligible because you're going to knock these out so quick. I mean, it's 22,000. You're going to knock this out For within sure. the year. Okay. Yeah. And like looking at other people I've graduated with and like my siblings, uh, mm-hmm. shout out to my siblings. Uh, shout Sarah out. And Owen. Um, my sister actually just got out of student debt. Ooh, ooh, congrats, sis. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, just seeing it, how much people pull out, is just insane. And like, yeah. I came out with less than a year of my debt, thankfully. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of work, but yeah. Um, so, so that's pretty much all I, all I was asking about. I appreciate it a lot. Absolutely. And, uh, I think by the time, uh, if I, you know, go right to the grindstone with it. Um, I think I'll get about 25% of my loans done before payments resume. Look, that's what I'm talking about. How much are you going to be putting towards this monthly? Oh my gosh. Uh, I just got the the email speaking of looming clouds (laughs) or torpedoes. It was about 281 and I was like, Ooh, I could go without that. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Yeah. Hit these things with a vengeance. How much are you bringing in each, each month? 
about 3,500. I just switched jobs. So that's kind of why I was in between a little bit with uh, the personal load. So, yeah, if I were you, I would, are you single? I am. I did meet the person though with the last caller. Um, I, I definitely know for sure. And, uh, we're committed so all okay right. okay right. well yeah. then yeah pay these things off go hard in the paint pick up some extra work i think that if you went crazy you would be surprised how quickly you'd pay these off i think if you went okay. cr- bananas yeah you're single dude you should be working obscene hours selling everything that you don't need mm-hmm. i mean just the intensity of this to knock this out it's For very sure. very doable Twenty-two thousand mm-hmm. seems like a large number but uh, it can go pretty quickly with steady activity. And right now is the time before you put a ring on it, before you close the deal and get the deal done and start a married life. I would try to get this done. If it were me, and I'm not saying you yeah. have to, but I would try to pay this off before I got married. I would not want to bring that to the marriage. That's what I would do. I love it. That's a great call. Real quickly, let's go to Mary. She's in Buffalo, New York. What's going on, Mary? Hi. Um, I got a summons from... Um, attorneys mm-hmm. to collect a debt. Um, just before I called, I called them to set up a payment plan. They wanted 30% down and $300 a month. This debt is $9,902. Um, I, I told them that I could not pay this. Um, I did offer $100 down because that's all that I can do and $25 a month. Um, and when I say that's all I can do, I mean, we don't have Disney or Netflix or any streaming services. We're not eating out. We're like bare bones. Mm-hmm. Um, we have paid off, um, other credit cards and stuff like that. So, I mean, we're doing the baby steps, but they want this now. And at this summons, I had 20 days to respond and I responded and she the woman that I spoke to was rude. She was like, if you oh, can't yeah. me, why are you even calling me? These people are me. <laughs> you know? These people that you're dealing with, Mary, are the worst of the worst. They are scummy, mean people. They are. And they're going to try to <laughs> strong arm you and they're going to try to intimidate you to do this. What I would do if I were you is I would stack up a bunch of money as much as I could. Um, because at the end of the day, they are going to settle this with you. So I would stack up money and, and forget all this 30% down nonsense. I would move this to the front of the list because you're getting sued. So I would stack up money and I'd say, hey, this is all I have. Take it or leave it. And you're going to have to push on them a lot in order to make this happen. But I want once you get that offer, I want you getting it written in cash or I'm sorry, not in cash. I want you to get it written down, sent to you via email, print it out keep it forever, right? And then you're going to go and get a money order and send them that check. Do not ever give them your account information. Don't give them anything about your debit card information because these people are certainly scummy. And it sounds like they're kind of being manipulative a little bit and they're kind of trying mm-hmm. to bully you. Yeah, it's emotion. They have yeah, to get her afraid. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The more afraid you are, <laughs> the more they feel like they can manipulate how much you give them. You're in charge. Remember this. They want your money. Yeah. So they can't get it if you don't got it. So you're driving this train now. Do it exactly the way Jay told you. You take control of the conversation. And you guys get serious. Go make some more money. Sell some stuff. Take control of this. You are in charge, not them. That's right. That's what I would do. Those companies, man, can they're the worst of the worst. I've dealt with them. Well, yeah, you know. It's part of the game, right? They're trying to manipulate you. 
You got to tell them to put it in their pipe and smoke it. Uh Uh-oh. All right. That does it for this hour of The Ramsey Show. We'll see you next time. Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving in storage studio, it is The Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life, your money. I am your host, Jade Warshaw. I am joined by Ken Coleman. Look, now's the time to call in. Give us a call, 888-825-5225. I'm the money person, and Ken knows all about what you're facing when it comes to your careers. He's there to help you find work that matters, find what you were born to do, Ken, what you were loved to do. 96% of the everyday millionaires that we studied, over 10,000 of them, we found that 96% of them loved their work. They enjoyed their work. And that means when you're doing what you know you're good at, what you enjoy, let me tell you what happens. This idea that, oh, you'll never work a day in your life, that's not true. You work harder because yeah. you're more fired up and the income gets really, really good mm-hmm. and you're able to prioritize your life. So a lot of people wonder, can I change jobs to make more money or to do what I love while I'm in the baby steps? That's a big question. That is. And the answer is yes. Explica, por favor. Well, we'll take those calls, but you certainly can because you're not going to just jump into the abyss of the unknown. That's true. You are going to stay in that current job and you're going to do what it takes to get there. I help with that all the time on the Ken Coleman Show, help here on the Ramsey Show today. Yeah. But then we step from the boat right onto the dock. And so that's the idea. So there is no interruption of income uh, with what we teach. And uh, if you can make more money, a lot of our debt-free screamers report making their mm-hmm. income go up during their journey. So just going so to point important. that out. I'm here to take any questions related to your work that's changing, transitioning, starting over, starting a side hustle. Can I do it while I'm in the baby steps? How does the work and money thing come together? Well, it's always together. And so if I can help you make more money, uh, I'm here to help. We'll take those calls as well. I love that. Life's too short to not be doing what you love. Mm. You know Think what about I'm saying? how much time you spend at work. So much time. Yep. So much time. You need to be doing what you love. So I would even challenge anybody who's listening to this right now to start asking yourself a couple of personal questions about how do you really feel about what yeah. you do every day? Because some of us can, we just go through the motions. We we right. don't stop to, That's true. to honor ourselves enough to go, do I? It's a very interesting thing you said there, honor ourselves. I love how you said that. You know, this idea of you just grit and bear it instead of going, yeah. is it possible that I could make some money? the money I need and do something that I enjoy where I get valued and cared yeah. for. A lot of people don't think that's possible, but anyway, oh, we're, uh, we're here to help in that as well as your money questions as well. So. I love that. Well, in the meantime, let's hear from Chris from Hartford, Connecticut. All right, Chris, what's going on? How can we help? Hello. Yes. Um, I'm a husband um, and a father of four kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we have over 100,000 in debt um, based around different things. Um, we sold our condo for sixty thousand, and we now rent um, through our employer. Okay. Um, I use twenty. I use twenty thousand of that to get all of our bills um, current, but forty thousand of that my wife suggested I put in a separate account. I did not, and that dwindled away in a year just simply because of I say simply because, but um, because of family expenses. So right now I feel like I'm drowning in expenses and anything. I focus on maybe a credit card. I'm pulling from rent. If I don't, if I don't want to. If I want to pay rent, I'm pulling from mm. student loans, and I'm just concerned because we can get to that garnishing standpoint. So I'm really trying to figure out where um, it is to, to 
to start. And um, just to note that both me and my wife, we work at the same place. It's a very, very flexible, comfortable, no commute situation for us. So I'm the only driver. So me changing a job completely changes the dynamic. So I'm trying to, to figure out how to work through this. Okay. Just at first glance, at first pass, listening to the situation, it just sounds like there's no control. It just sounds like you're just flying by the seat of your pants, just putting out one fire after another. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. That, How yeah. much money is coming into the household each month? Um, I make 80. My wife makes 30. Um, total, we net about 7700 Each month. How yeah. old are the kids? Um, we have 11, 9, 2, and uh, just uh, one and a half weeks old. Okay, so is there child care or is your wife at home? What's the situation there? Uh, right now, my wife is at home, but we have had child care. So this summer, it's been a little bit of a break for us in that, but I know that that eventually will come back in order for us to keep working. So I need to understand, um, you guys have a good income. Where is everything mm-hmm. going? You're not, you don't have this mortgage that's inflated because right now you're renting, right? What are you paying in rent every month? Uh, 1700 Okay, that's fine. Wow. Where, where's Where this is money the going? money going, Chris? It's um, not daycare. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I'll just say uh, this is from, uh, I'd say, years of not really focusing on, on budget. Um, I've budgeted and I have the Excel document of all of our bills. But when it comes to our, like, I, I would say, operational gas, clothes, diapers, food, um, that part has not been um, budgeted as strongly. So I've been working yeah. on that. Okay, but so I, so I where I'm going to push you a little bit, Chris. All right, because Jay's yep, a lot nicer yep. than I am. Where do yep. you think it's going? That's really um, good income. Where do you think it's going? Yep. I think it's uh, one thing I could say. It's, it's gone towards uh, all of us feeding the family. We don't eat out a lot, um, but it's gone towards feeding the family, um, and that we do have some extracurricular no um, for the kids. No, it's not. Yes. Sorry, I'm calling yes. BS on that Uh-oh. because. It doesn't cost you. You're not spending four thousand dollars a month to feed your family. No, no, we're not. No. And if you are, <laughs> something's yeah. wrong. Yeah. Okay, here's what I want you to yes. do. Um, yes. It sounds like you. It sounds like you treat the budget the way I used to treat a budget. As long as you mm-hmm. know the big, the big ticket items. I know mm-hmm. what the cell phone bills are. Yeah. I know what the rent is. I know what gas is. Everything else kind of ends up in a pile of discretionary funds and it just gets piddled away. That's the only way that you piddle away $40,000 um, in a year's that's, time that's true. of sitting that's money, true. right? Yeah. And the thing is, yeah. you've got these kids and they want school supplies and they need this and you're taking family vacations and you're doing this and that. That money, if you're not planning for every dollar, you will see thousands and thousands of dollars piddled away month by month, okay? That's yeah. just the way, I mean, and that way, Chris, you're no exception. It, ha- it will happen to anybody. So what I want you to do yeah. is get on an every dollar budget, um, not a spreadsheet because spreadsheets is, is on your computer. It's easy to f- set it and forget about it. I don't want you to do that. I want this thing on your phone where it's on your phone. It's on your wife's phone. You're taking it to the grocery store with you. It's updating. It's telling you what's going on in real time. And I want you to do a brand new budget every single month because every single month is different. And what you're going to find when you do that budget, Chris, is that you're going to see, oh, my gosh, we are blowing through so much money every month. And you're going to start to see line items on there that you were treating as mandatory, but are actually discretionary. 
You don't have to do that stuff every single month. So you can find ways that you can cut your budget. I want you to sign up for Rachel Cruz's Every Dollar webinar. She is going to walk you through, like literally take your hand and walk you through how to do this budget. I want you to sign up. You can sign up at ramseysolutions.com slash budgeting. I, am, I believe that's what it is. They'll put the lower third on there for you to see it. But I want you to sign up mm-hmm. for this because this is what's going to break you free. The budget is where you find the money. Most people are able to find 9% of their income just by doing a budget, Ken. It's, they've got plenty of money to do what they need to do, but you got to know where it's going. That's right. You got to find that money and we'll help you do it. This is The Ramsey Show. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, it's Dr. John Deloney, and one of the most common questions I get is how to get something off your chest. A deep secret you've never told anyone, or maybe something that happened to you, something you've done that you're worried about because bringing it to light will disrupt your life, anything. I say this all the time, secrets will kill you, but it's hard to know where to start when it comes to talking about scary, dark things. Therapy can be a safe, effective place to get things off your chest, to learn how to say hard things out loud, and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I've personally been blessed to have a great therapist who helps me get those heavy things off my chest. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's flexible because it's online, so you can suit it to fit your schedule. Just fill out a short questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no extra cost. It's time to get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Deloney today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Deloney. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw, joined by Ken Coleman. And we're talking about everything going on in your life with your money, your career. Sometimes we jump into that mental health space of Dr. John Deloney's on. But today is me and Ken. So give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. And Ken will help you walk down a path to finding work you love. So if that's the boat that you're in, give us a call. And of you course, know, I'm here to help you out with the money stuff. You so. are. And the last time, well, I don't know that it was the last time, but a few times ago we were on together. And if you missed it, I guess you could find it on our YouTube page. But uh, Jade brought in food items for me. That's right. And she was showing me the difference in the budget because we were talking about budgeting and every dollar. Yes. And, and most people blow their money on food. 100%. Whether it's eating out or groceries. Yep. In that particular show, uh, I believe you brought in ketchups. Yes. And you brought in fries from downstairs at Ramsey Solutions. These were great fries, and they were hot. Yeah, they were. And then you were like, you had three, you had a name brand ketchup. Yep. You had a middle-of-the-line brand ketchup and then generic ketchup. That's right. And then you did the same thing with cookies, Oreo (laughs) cookies, the real deal, the knockoff. I think that's what it was. Yes? Yes, that's right. Good memory. And I'll just be honest with you, folks. I came in today expecting to eat. I thought, oh, Jade and I are back on together. <laughs> and you gotta I, let it go, Ken. I, so I'm like, I, that's it. I got one shot at a taste test. No, um, we'll do. It. We'll bring it back. And you know, next time we'll talk about the difference between when you buy the prepackaged stuff, right? Like you can buy the the little bags of chips, okay. or you can buy the little bags of trail mix, or you can just buy the big honking bag. And put it in a Ziploc bag yourself and save a bunch of money. See, this is what people want to know. You know how to save money on food. And yeah. a lot of people don't know how to save money on food. They're, they're out here, Ken, buying the Quaker 
oatmeal in the individual little packets. Right. Spending three and four dollars a pop. And when by you the way, can, is it true that these companies they've they've started putting less and less in there, a lot more air? Oh yeah, they call it uh, shrinkflation. <laughs> shrinkflation. Shrinkflation. Hey, that's real, by the way. That is so real because I let me tell you, these tater tots. They don't go as far as they used to. <laughs> the frozen bag it. of tater tots I buy, it got are half you, the size for the same price. Are you a, so you're a bulk shopper? Uh, for the most part, you know, bulk I'm a and freeze. family of four, okay. five-year-old, three-year-old, lots of snacks in the house at this point, Ken. That's, boy, that's true. This is the snack, the age of snacking. So Yes. You got more goldfish than you've ever thought you'd ever have. I don't want to tell you, Ken, what I spent at Costco last weekend. I don't oh. want to tell you. Now, don't get me wrong. It was now, in the this budget. this is real. This is hitting Americans, by the way. This isn't idle chit-chat. We're talking about budgeting, and food is one of the biggest issues. And this yeah. is what's hitting America, by the way. You look at the inflation numbers. Just so everybody knows why we're talking about yes. this. Inflation right now is back up. It's moving up. Yeah. Where? Gas, groceries, and you've got to figure out how to game this. And you talk about this a lot on your Instagram account, yes. at Jade Warshaw, by the way. That's right. We saw we saw grocery inflation at 12.4%, Ken. It's freaking you out when you see the number. It's a lot. And you know how to shop. I know how to shop. And we have a, a good amount of margin in our budget. But everybody, I don't care what your budget is, it you either felt this or it it pounded you. Yes, like it pounded you because yeah. to, to say, oh, you know, I was spending it now. I'm spending what? hundred dollars more every time I go shopping. Right. They hundred dollars turned into twenty dollar bills. Yeah. Nothing costs twenty dollars. What anymore. would you say? I'm putting you on the spot. But, yeah. But I know you can handle this. What would you say? Family of four, not teenagers. I got teenage boys. So yeah. they eat like that's they're the two teenage boys are mm-hmm. the equivalent of six humans yeah when it comes to eating all right and i know i'm griping about it but that's my reality no, so let's get talk over a, let's talk about real things but let's Kim. talk about a family of four like yours mm-hmm. little ones so they're not eating enormous amounts yep. of food what would you say is a reasonable grocery budget based on the times i'll tell you um so if you read the articles out there if you read the sources they'll say for a family of four on a Healthy yet modest budget okay. is somewhere around $987 a month, Woo. which Woo. that sounds like a lot. I'm going to be dead honest with you guys. Uh-oh. Uh, before, uh, let's see, right after COVID, I was spending about $1,000 a month on groceries. Okay. And then when inflation started, I was like, this is crazy. And it was hard for me because I was like, I feel like I, you know, you have to face what's actually happening. So I, I did some research and I found an article that said, Family of four could spend anywhere between eight hundred and twelve hundred a month on groceries. So I upped our budget to twelve hundred dollars a month. Had the margin to do that. However, there have been months where I've been like, okay, since it was at twelve hundred dollars a month, I've got so much extra in the cabinet. Then there's months that I can drop that thing down to like eight hundred, seven hundred dollars because I'm using the stuff from the month before. Like and I'm that's using the I, extra stuff in the in the pantry. That's why I led you there. Because yeah. we got people listening and watching going, I can't do that. No. So what could they do? Can you do it? Can you do it? 700 a month? What are you talking? What's that look like? I, What's a $700 a month grocery budget look like? I have been working on content here, Ken. You can get that thing. You can get that thing down to like four or $500 I if was you want to. Add, I thought so. You can. Here's the thing. Noodles. <laughs> Rice. Okay. 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 Chickpeas. Black beans. Uh-huh. uh-huh. How many proteins have we got in that budget of 400 a month? How you many can, proteins? You can do a protein every night. Yeah, fish. 
Yeah. Chicken. Look, it ain't beef. filet. Be- it, we're not doing filet mignon. You're not doing filet. You're doing talk. Ta- you're doing ground beef or ground yeah. tofu tacos. You're doing steak that's tougher than you know. Yeah. Or you know you might do spaghetti some nights without putting beef in the sauce because you're trying to save money. Mm. You can still make some nice red sauce. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know. I you're, agree you're, with that. You're having breakfast for dinner. You're having you know pancakes. Yeah. yeah, it's doable. It is so doable. The thing is, I think as now I'm saying this from a female perspective. I think sometimes as moms, or maybe you're the dad in the house that cooks, we want to do the most. It's like a way to show love. Yeah. And so it's like, we want to have this beautiful plate that's got four. I don't know why. Maybe it's just me. A plate should have three things on it. Is that just me? The plate, for me, the I plate see, should have. I see that. But I like the divider. If I got three or four things, I'm like a little kid. I don't like my food touching. But I want the what? divider plate. Here's what I've learned. these Your family, they love you. They don't care. If you give them grilled cheese... They're actually kind of happy about that because mm-hmm. who doesn't love grilled cheese? If you give, if you serve pancakes for dinner, no one is complaining. It's and really it's true. Cheap. And you ready for this? Because uh, James Childs, our fearless leader, is a very healthy eater. He's a very clean eater. And he's in the he's in the booth going just pancakes for dinner. Listen, I Look. endorse balance of nature here on the show. Guess what? You can have your pancakes and you take your balance of nature. And you got your veggies, no, I don't fruits know and veggies. Look. So now you got your pancakes, you swallow your three little fruits, your three little veggies. Hey, we got a balanced meal, my friends from Balance of Nature. Yes, Balance of Nature. And it's on nature. a budget. Yes. I'm just pointing it out. But also eat your fruits and vegetables too. <laughs> you don't have to when you have Balance of Nature. That's okay. the whole point. It's not a gratuitous mention. It's actually very practical. That's good. Because I like one, I like two greens. Yeah. Broccoli and green beans. Outside of that, I don't That's like it? much. Do you know what you can do, The Ken? occasional green pea. Most places, you can go online. If you just search online, whatever the ads are in your neighborhood, any grocery store, find the cheapest price. If you take that over to Walmart, do you know they'll, they'll honor that? See, this is why you listen and watch The Ramsey Show. Yeah. Now, don't Make sure we didn't miss that. If you Google, because there's a lot of these little um, grocery stores that are like really small mom and pop stores that maybe will sell things cheap or um, you can go on there and Google like save a lot. Okay. Even if you've never gone into a Save-A-Lot, if okay. you Google the price of Save-A-Lot grapes, and they're you, usually the cheapest. You take that or Bravo. They have a, a store by me called Bravo. I don't go in there. And do you have to take a screenshot? Take a screenshot of it. Print it out and say, hey, they're selling and it you're for telling this. Me they will you, add match that junk. You walk that up to the cashier at Walmart and go, let me show you a couple pics. Man. And they will honor it. They'll honor it. They'll add match it. Do I... And if, if somebody does I think does there's it, a little social anxiety with that. Are you in line and everybody's waiting on you and you're scrolling through? No, I, go, through? I, w- I used to go straight over to the, the customer service. I go straight over oh. there. But Ken, we don't care anyway. We do not I care know, but see what, I what was the doing? people think. I was bringing up an objection and you smacked it out of the park. Oh, yeah. So you don't oh, care yeah. what everybody... What's she doing up there? Let's go, lady. You're like, listen. I'm saving money. Wait your turn, please, sir. That's what I say. So what I'm hearing you say, Jade, is it is possible... To budget on groceries and food, yes. even in inflationary times. There was a time we spent okay. $60 a month, uh, $60 a week Oh, on I was going to say, good heavens. <laughs> I did that math real quick. I'm like, that's not right. Like, $60 a week. I think you were rationing, not budgeting. No, if we can do it, you can do it. That's good. You got this, America. You got it. If current times have shown us anything, it's that the least expected events can and will happen, and we have to deal with it. That's why everyone who has a family counting on them needs term life insurance. 
For over 25 years, the only insurance company I've recommended is Xander Insurance. Not only because they search all of the top term life plans to find you the best rates, but over the years, they have constantly changed and updated their systems to make the whole process simpler and easier to get the protection needed. You can now apply with a completely touchless experience with everything being done either over the phone or the internet. They also have plans with super competitive rates that don't require an exam, allowing you to skip a step and get the coverage you need faster. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Great rates and a simple process mean there's no excuse to not get this done, people. All right, what's going everybody? on, everybody? You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I am Jade Warshaw, your host, joined by Ken Coleman. We are talking about your life and your money. Give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. Let's go directly to the phone line, Ken, because we've got Elijah in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and he's got something to talk about. What's going on, Elijah? Hi, Jade. Hi, Ken. Thanks for taking the call. Of course. Hey, so um, I have a question. I'm a little bit in a predicament. I don't know if it's me just getting panic or what it is, but um, I worked at a fire protection company here local to Fort Wayne um, for about four years, and then I just left there back in January. Oh, what kind um, of company? Uh, a fire protection. I was an engineer there. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and so I left there after working there for four years, um, basically because work environment um, just kind of deteriorated, uh, especially caused by the pandemic and everything. Um, a lot of people ended up leaving and the, the company just didn't live up to its glory day. So I ended up taking a leave as well um, and took a different engineering job for less pay. Um, during that time, I was living at home um, and just saving up money for a house. And, and then I just recently purchased a house about a month ago. Um, and so I, I took this job for less money on this new one. And now I'm getting, I think a little bit panicked as far as the monthly bills, utilities and everything. And I was just recently approached by a buddy of mine who now works at a different fire protection company, um, for significantly more than what I'm making. Um, and so I'm tempted to take it. However, um, I really enjoy the job that I'm at right now. Um, albeit making significantly less. Um, okay. Hold on one second. What is significantly less? Give me a real number here. Yeah. Okay. So I, whenever I was uh, working at the first company, the first fire protection company, I was making 65 okay. a year whenever I had left. Um, and then I took a new job at a, a small company, um, still engineering, but a different uh, industry. Okay. Um, and I am now making, it's instead of salary, I'm making an hourly wage, uh, which if you do the 40 hour work week, I'm making about 56. Um, what I was approached with, with the other fire protection company was 75. Um, as well as they have some sort of freelancing incentives as well for uh, instead of doing sure. overtime, um, I could take on extra work sure. and all right. uh, freelance. So, as well. all right. So we'll come back to work in a second, but I want to go now to yeah. the money piece of this. Yeah. Are you panicked because you've made a bad decision and you've gotten too much house, or are you panicked because this is your first big boy move and you've never done this before and you're kind of scared because you don't know what you don't know and it's just kind of new, it's changed, it's a big step. What's causing this panic? Yeah, the panic I think is more so the probably the big boy purchase. Um, it's yeah. the first, I mean, obviously I bought, an, I bought a car before, but this is like right. the first. Have you year. run the numbers on the house? 
and what you're going to be paying in mortgage and homeowners insurance wrapped into that all together. You've run mm-hmm. the numbers based on what you're making right now. Uh, yes, I have. Do you have margin? I do. Okay, then. Should you be panicked? <laughs> Probably not. How much? I just want to know how much margin. What are you bringing home? About $4,000 a month? Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, if you take my take home pay, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's at 3000 Okay. And how much is the home payment? Uh, home payment, uh, just mortgage alone is nine fifty nine with insurance included in there. It's eleven nineteen. Okay. It's, it might be a little tight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're, why, you're at a third. And that's why you're feeling tight. <laughs> so, yeah. but here's the challenge with this. Um, I don't want you taking a job doing something you did in the past that you didn't really love mm-hmm. and leaving a job that you really enjoy for what amounts to, um, let's see, when it comes down to take home, it's not going to be that much more. Okay. Because here's what's going to happen. You'll take that job with more money because you're feeling mm-hmm. tight because you, you, did, you did bite off a little bit more than we would want you to chew. I'll let Jade walk you through that. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not the end of the world. But but putting yourself in a job situation that you don't enjoy, you're going to end up resenting that house, and you're going to end up resenting this decision. So the question okay. is, do you have a ladder where you are in this work that you enjoy? Do you see uh, a normal path to some promotion and leading you down the road, I'm thinking 10, 15 years from now, that you're doing the work you really want to do? Um. Maybe uh, it's 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 a very small company, but it was bought out by uh, um, a holding group mm-hmm. that owns some other companies, and their and their grand plan is to combine all the companies. So yes, um, if their plan goes according, then I can see um, a ladder, but that's dependent on on their future. Right. But you enjoy this work, absolutely. You yeah. really enjoy it. Yep. Okay. And are you single? Uh, yes. Okay. Have you already bought this house? Is this a done deal? This, yeah, this is a done deal. I own it now. Um, okay. Well, you know what? I, I think because you bit off a little bit more than you can chew, you have to decide. This is not my call. I personally would not leave a job I enjoy to go to a job that I don't enjoy just because I'm going to get a $15,000 bump. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because after taxes, that 15000 You know what I would do if I were you? I'd find a way to freelance and do some stuff mm-hmm. because I'm single. Mm-hmm. And you might be ready to mingle, but you might have to put that on hold a little bit and go, you know what? I bit off more than I can chew. And so I'm going to mm-hmm. big boy it right now, Jade. Yeah. And I'm going to go. I got some skill. Yeah. And I'm going to go make an extra $30,000 okay. and put all 30 of it on the house and essentially make up for what he should have put on in the down payment. That's where my head's That's going. That's interesting. I'm do you not agree mad at- or disagree? Uh, well, I would want to know, do you have any other debt, Elijah? Uh, no. No other debt? Look, baby step-wise, you're pretty close to that because, let's see, you, are you investing 15%? Uh, I was up until the career change. Uh, I got standard five right now. Okay. Yeah. We, yeah, the numbers are... Well, what are, I'm saying the still num- holds. Yeah. Me, 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 I'm sorry. I, I'm glad you said that. I want you to use the baby steps. I want you to get to merge it. But what I mean is, is if I were you, you've already bought this house. Yeah, you got to make, make make it work. So my point is, is he needs to go make some more money. He keeps working the baby steps, but he could still knock that... He could knock that down. Well, can I ask a career question? Because I... Yeah. Okay, so Ken and Elijah, you say you love the job you're in, 
and the other job mm -hmm. option, it's in the exact same field. What makes us feel that you might not switch jobs and also love it because it's the same. It's not like you're switching fields or trying something new. It's the same profession. Is it the same profession? Um, it's a, it's, well, it'd be technically the same profession as an engineer, but it's in two different industries. My yes. current industry would be in industrial mixing and the other industry is fire protection. Right. So it is slightly, so different. slightly different. He's an engineer, but it's a different industry. So my yeah. point is here is, is this is income. I would fix this and I would get my income mm -hmm. up Yeah, okay. because I would get through the baby steps, start investing, mm -hmm. uh, the 15%, get the emergency fund up first, then that baby step forward. But I would really be. I would be increasing my income so that I could start working on that house, knock it down, but I've yeah. got more margin. Because right now, you I mean, you, you plan to get married one day, yes? Oh, boy. Did nope. you hear the crickets? Well, I think we I may think have we lost, lost him. him. That's okay if we lost him because I kind of want to go further on this. All right, go for it. Because can I think, you know, people get themselves in this situation a lot. Yeah. And we're like, hey, you know, side hustle, get you a side hustle. But in this case, it this is a long-term issue where something short-term like side hustling may not be the move. Not, and I'm not saying that you were saying it's a move, but I'm saying out there in the culture, it's like, just side hustle your way. Side hustles are great, but you also have to be real about the reality of your situation and whether or not it requires you to make um, changes to your core income that are sustainable, yeah. right? So right. with this guy, I mean, he said- He it, has a possible path. That's why I'm saying- yeah. That's oh, why he's back. Uh, yeah, we yeah we we're not going to be able to get him back because we're running up against a break. That's but true. I, I I would say this. You're absolutely right. But in this situation, because he really enjoys the work, I think he for the fifteen thousand to go do something else. I'd rather him go make that on the side. Yeah. While he is seeing if his path does allow for a promotion. That's good. That's good. Yeah, because well, he's got is, the ability to do. Yeah. You know that uh, side. I want him to increase his income until he finds out what his relationship situation is. He may or may not. But theoretically, he's probably going to eventually get a woman in there. We got a double income. Oh yeah, you know? eligible eligible bachelor. It's not the end of the world, but he needs to increase his income. Absolutely, but not at the risk of doing something you don't enjoy. That's good. It'll this eat is you. the Ramsey It'll Show. Hey guys, it's George and Rachel. Now we've been around the block a time or two when it comes to this money stuff. And one thing we've both learned is how important it is to have a budget. 100% George. Now tell me, what's the bougiest thing you have in your every dollar budget? Oh gosh, a thousand percent. It's our French Bulldogs. <laughs> they have their own budget line for their fancy specialized veterinary brand kibble. Oh my gosh. Yep. That's definitely bougie, but hey, that's the great thing about budgeting. It's how you prioritize the important things, because if George didn't budget, let's be honest, he'll probably end up wasting that kibble money on hair care products okay. for himself. All right, shots fired. Well, how often would you spend your grocery money on those creepy thriller novels you love? <laughs> I know. Okay, fair. You got me. Well, guys, you can experience the same focus and freedom that comes with having a budget. Download our app every dollar and start budgeting today for free. It's the easiest way to create a plan for your spending. Click the link in the show notes and start budgeting today. What's going on, guys? You guys are listening to The Ramsey Show. I am Jade Warshaw. He's Ken Coleman. He's our career guy. So if you have anything going on in your world as it relates to your career, we want your question. We want to help you out. And by we, I mean Ken, because he no, is no, the no, expert on no, such matters. No, you got you got something to say about just about anything. <laughs> and it's going to be good. That so, is, you know. So we're good. We're good. 
That is true. By the way, I got if you're watching on YouTube or you're not watching, Jade is is looking very very uh, wedding minty today. You've got the jumper. Is that what you call that? <laughs> A outfit? wedding mint. You got that that cool green thing going today. Yes, co- cooler than the other side of the pillow. That's as- my favorite from Stuart Scott. <laughs> R.I.P. Stu Scott. From Sports Center. That that's is a high nice. five right there. Now, let me tell you something. What's cool with that? There's no other Ramsey co-host that's going to get that reference. <laughs> I love that. There's no chance that George Campbell or John Deloney or Rachel Cruz have any clue what that phrase means. So Come that, on. That is one of the many reasons why you are fantastic. Are you telling me in the middle of the night when it gets hot, you don't flip the pillow over so you can sleep on the cool side? Come on now. I go one better. I asked the wife. To flip your pillow? No. <laughs> <laughs> You know that's not happening. I'm like, okay, no, no, Stacey. no, 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 no. She bought me a special cooled pillow. Oh yeah, it stays cool all Does night. Does it work? Yes. See, I got the Target version, and yeah. mine doesn't work. You need to get your, you need to get in every dollar and save your and get your budget line item for a stay cool all night pillow because that's what I got. It I never know. gets hot. Look, you. One thing you guys need to know about Ken is when it comes to comforts, <laughs> creature comforts. It is no cost. There is nothing that this guy will not do. I don't want to see you got, you're draped in velvet, Ken. I'm telling you, I don't (laughs) sleep on anything less than 750 thread count either. That's suffering. Oh my goodness. All right. Let's go to Nathaniel. He's in Sandusky, Ohio. What's going on in your world, Nathaniel? Did I lock it? Yeah, you got him. What's happening? Yeah, got me. Yes, sir. Good. Hey, I appreciate y'all having me on here. Um, I, I had a question. Um, I work a job that is uh, irregular income. I, I work in sales and live off of 100% commission, mm-hmm. and um, I am ready to move out of home. Um, I have been living at home now for the last two years, and after listening on the show, it's like I, I should make that move to make the move out. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm curious in doing such, you know, what are some strategies living on an irregular income to be able to do so, to be able to, you know, um, uh, survive, I guess, on a irregular income where months maybe are on the low end where you're, you're just barely scraping by. Mm -hmm. Um, and to provide some more insight as well, I do have a a base residual that I get based off of the portfolio I have. How much is Um, that? so it it varies month to month. Um, you know, this past month I netted about fifteen seventy um, off of that alone, um, and that is kind of what I'm trying to use as my base and treating anything past that as extra income, um, and and using that to build my budget. But um, is it real you know, estate? So- what kind of work do you do? So I uh, work in. Uh, the merchant services industry, probably one that's not uh, very well viewed by uh, the, the Ramsey team. Uh, collectors? We do, De- uh, not quite collectors. No, no, no. So uh, we do financial technology. So we do things like point of sale systems. Additionally, okay. um, credit yeah. card. You're saying because you cr- process credit cards. Right, right. They're Get in the tech, off the phone. They're in the kidding. technology <laughs> side of it. Yeah, there's no shame yeah. in your no, game. Yeah, do your so thing. I got a question. Uh, Jay's going to help you out, but I am curious. The 1570, is that uh, if you look over the last 12 months or so, how consistent is the number around that? I mean, how, how often is that kind of the mark or near that mark? Yeah, um, it's 
it's close. Um, I mean, it, it goes up month by month. Um, I know, but is that the low mark? Is that the low mark over a 12 month? I would say over 12 months, the low mark has been about, uh, you know, 1200 to uh, 1000 okay, right, um, right. on the low end. What do you think, for, Jade? For net. I, I was trying to get clarity, and when you said 1570 I was like, is he saying $15.70 an hour? Is he saying $15,700 oh, a month? I was trying to understand what the 50... Is it 1500 It's $1,500 as a residual yeah, base. 1, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then what's the commission above and beyond that? Yeah. What, what would you say is an average? Look over the last 12 months and give us kind of a, a, an average. Yeah, my lifetime average monthly gross has been about fifty four hundred um, on an average for the last two years. Um, within the last twelve months, that was uh, upwards to, um, you know, I would say within the last twelve months, it's been around uh, seven or eight thousand. Wow, um, that's fantastic! That is good. So well, I had a really good July. What are you comes- so nervous about, man? Um. I don't know. I guess part of it is um, the the parents push me. Ah, you don't have to move out. Don't worry about it and other things. And um, I think part of them are afraid to be empty nesters themselves. But additionally, well, that um, can't that part can't play into your decision. Yeah, you're, you're you got to go out and be a grown man, dude. Come on. Is it that you're trying to? Are you trying to go straight into like home ownership? And is that nerve wracking well, you, or are you, do you you're going to rent so first, I've right? Got about, yeah, I've got about 86000 in student loans I'm paying off mm-hmm. um, at the same time as everything else. And uh, I've thrown around the idea of getting a duplex, but I have kind of withdrew the, the decision to do that based on, um, again, listening to the Ramsey show and, and hearing uh, how that's probably not the wise choice, but I should keep knocking out debt before I So I something tells me th- those student loans, are they federal loans? Yeah, I've got one that is uh, thirty-three thousand, all in my name, and then a parent plus that's fifty-three that I still want to pay back. Um, what was the plan on and, the fifty-three parent plus loan? Because that's in your parents' name. Yeah, I mean, I'm pl- I'm planning on paying off the thirty-three first, and then the fifty-three thousand um, dollar. I want to pay that back as well because even though it's in my parents' name, it's. I was still the one that went to school, whether I'm using my degree or not. Um, I still feel like that okay. was invested into me. Okay. Um, that's your, yeah, that's your so choice. I, like, um, yeah, I think yeah, this, I, I have a guess that the pressure, pressure that you're feeling and what Ken is picking up on is about these student loans because you've been living life and you've not had to budget for that payment. You've not had to consider that really think about that Mm -hmm. debt for the past three years and now it's coming back and it's like oh how is this going to affect things am i right at all on that yeah i i have paid off quite a bit um i've been implementing what i could for the last two years i've paid off over thirty-two thousand so far out of 121 total um i had uh over ten thousand dollars in credit card debt i knocked down and then Almost twelve thousand okay. in right. medical bills. All right, my friend, I'm yeah. I'm jumping in because I don't think this is a money call. Mm-mm. I could be wrong. I don't think this is a okay. money call. I just heard enough, Jade. He's responsible. He's done enough of this to know he's responsible. Mm-hmm. He can do this. I think Jade's right. I think you're a little bit worried about taking on the new payments, but I think, my friend, you're just like every other human on the planet. You're afraid of the unknown. 
And I think you're afraid mm. of also disappointing your parents. I'm going to mm. keep it real with you. I think that's what's going on. And I think you're trying to make the money thing a crutch or you called us to get us to nudge you and push you to do the thing that you really want to do, but you're afraid to do. Yeah. That's what I think. Now you tell me if I'm wrong and I don't mind being wrong. Yeah. I think that you're, you're probably accurate in that. Um, so that, dude, that a bit of that it's time for thing. you to live your life. How mm-hmm. old are you? Uh, I'll be 30 in October. Dude, oh, get out there. Mom and dad are going to be fine. <laughs> It's time for you to leave the nest. Mm-hmm. You've got what it takes with financial experience and that you've paid stuff off before. You've got a very good income. Do not make an excuse with irregular income I know to that's not right. leave mama and daddy. Plus, we got every dollar for that. Dude. They can help you out with that paycheck planning. Just slide on over there. Yeah. Just They'll go see you. them every Saturday morning and let mom cook some pancakes or something. That's right. Get out of the house, dude. Do your own freaking laundry. Live your life. Gee whiz. Oh, man. By the way, he does need to get on, get on every dollar though. Get that get that paycheck planned on every dollar because having a plan getting into this matters. I do want you to pay off your debt, but you can do all of that. This is the Ramsey show. Headquarters of Ramsey Solutions broadcasting from the pods moving in storage studio. It's the Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life and your money. I am your host, Jade Warshaw, joined to my right by the illustrious Ken Coleman. Illustrious. That is a word right there. I like that. <laughs> I usually reserve that for George Camel, but really? you were you, you were, can't come up with a different word for the two of us. Well look at this this with this hair you got going on today, Ken. <laughs> Illustrious was the word. It's the same do every time. <laughs> this is a toupee I've had for decade oh. a lot of glue a lot of glue <laughs> don't tell him that ken yeah we're taking calls from you guys so give us a call the number is 888-825-5225 we know you're out there we know you're feeling stress yes and you're feeling anxiety mm. around your money around your career whatever the situation matter of fact we're all feeling it right and dr john deloney actually has a new book coming out about this it's called building a non-anxious life And I'm so excited about this because I'll be honest, Ken, I didn't think I needed it. I didn't think I needed to read about this stuff, but now reading it, I'm like, this helps Mm -hmm. everyone. Yeah, sure it does. Everyone. You need to pre-order it. No one is. And we walk around thinking we've got it and like, Mm. I'm good. I'm good. I've got this. I got this. You read this book. You're going to be like, oh, there are some changes that I need to make. There are daily choices. And he actually walks through a set of daily choices that you can wait make every day to start yeah. I walk building. around knowing I don't have it and it actually makes me less anxious because I just know I don't have it. I, You're like, I, I, I know, know I ain't got it together. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how I even got in the room. How did I even get here at this table? I know that's right. <laughs> but look, six daily choices. Come on. I yeah. like it because just yeah. like we talk about the money and the baby steps, he's breaking it down really in his own kind of baby steps on how you can yeah, walk this thing out. So a lot of goodies, it. by the way, when you pre-order now, you get it at a discount and a lot of goodies. I love that. Yeah. you If you t- if you pre-order it today, you can do that for 
but you're getting $75 mm-hmm. in goodies, as mm-hmm. Ken would say. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those things is access to his talk. It's called Smoke, Fire, and Freedom. And I heard that talk. Yeah, it's good. And it's off the chain. It's on point. Um, then you also get an ebook or an audiobook of him reading uh, Building a Non-Anxious Life. So that's pretty sweet. You can do that at RamseySolutions.com. I've already got my copy. It's y'all's turn now. All right, let's go to the phone lines. we got Mike in New York City. What's going on, Mike? Hi, thank you for taking my call, Jade and Ken. Uh, Ken, great reference to uh, Stuart Scott. You and I are the same age. I loved <laughs> yes. it. That was yes, wonderful. Sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Rich Eisen, Stuart Scott days, Dan Dude, Patrick. Those were the it. days, man. That's when Sports Center was, m- you couldn't miss it. You had you to watch it. You couldn't miss it. You had to stay up and watch it back <laughs> in the 90s into the 2000s. I'm going to give it. you this, Mike, just for you. Booyah. Oh, yeah, that's right. There it is. Come on. There it I is. love it. I love it. Those guys were wonderful. You and I are the same generation. So yes, sir. Totally awesome. Thank you, pal. Uh, you're very welcome. I've got a question. Um, I'm actually around 60 miles east of New York City out here in Suffolk County, mm-hmm. in suburbia. And um, got a question regarding the 3B to 4, 5, and 6 process. 3B, as I understand, you look to see when you're purchasing a home to have the mortgage no more than 25% of your take-home pay after taxes. Mm-hmm. Okay. My question was, as soon as you hit 3B, everybody's going to be now going to 4, 5, and 6, definitely 4, 5, mm-hmm. at, maybe at some point, if at all, and sure. then 6, definitely. Wouldn't be, when you go right to 4, 5, and 6, now you're contributing to 15% to your retirement, mm-hmm. you're possibly doing a 529, and you're, and you're also finding extra money to throw out the mortgage. That's right. So wouldn't those numbers be a better true tell sign of what your take home, what your mortgage would be, uh, or what you can afford than just a 3B? Because as soon as you do 3B, now you're now I'm contributing to you know the 15% yeah. and my my take home pay now decreases, so my percentage of my mortgage might increase. It might go from as an example 23% and jump up to you know 29%. Yeah, depending. I just wanted on- to know the thoughts on that. Um, I think that's actually what you're saying. It kind of answers the question itself. I think that's the reason that we speak in this as percentages as opposed to actual dollar amounts because mm-hmm. then it's customizable for your situation. Because for most people, not everybody, but most people, it's kind of like, okay, I've got my income. I'm putting mm-hmm. 10% for tithe. I'm putting uh, 25% give or take on my mortgage. I'm putting another 15% retirement. That leaves me, fi- that's 50% there. And that leaves me another 50% for you know the other needs and wants of my budget. That's the other 50% where there's a little extra going to 529s, which by the way, that's one area that we don't say it's got to be this percent or that percent. Some people might not choose to do any. So that kind of frees up an X Mm -hmm. amount of percentage there. And then the whole thing with the mortgage is really, you know, it's not about intensity. It's about intentionally putting aside a certain amount, whatever you decide. For some people, it could be 3%. For some people, it could be, you know, it really is... Mm -hmm. um, discretionary on that area. So does sure. that answer your question a little bit? No, definitely does. Can I just maybe just add one thing? So 100. I'm just thinking as I go through that process of 3B into now 4, 5, and 6, mm-hmm. that I want to kind of be a little more cautious because I know 4 is right around the corner, and I know 5 will, will most likely happen, and 6 will definitely happen. So I don't want to be like house poor, if you will, because 4, 5, and 6, that's probably the bulk of where the majority of people are on the baby step process, probably spend the majority of their time 
in those years of four, five, and on those steps of four, five, and six. Well, we and, see that most people, they walk through baby step two, 12, 24 months, and then mm-hmm. it takes them about seven years to walk right. through from the time that they hit baby step four. It's about seven years that they're able to get in there, seven and a half, seven to 10 years of actually sure. being able to pay off their mortgage. And that's just, that's just an average. That's not saying it's the case for everybody, but sure. it's usually around seven to 10 years to get to that paid off mortgage, possibly baby steps, millionaires mm-hmm. situation. Okay. okay. Yeah. Cause I just know with my situation, once I get to three B four, five and six is going to be putting into four Oh three B's. I have a, I work as a, um, a public uh, school teacher, so I have a guaranteed pension in New York State. Mm-hmm. So then I have the 403B option, um, and that's going to that's gonna, uh, you know, reduce my take-home pay significantly. And then I have, you know, the flex spending plan, you know, mm-hmm. um, a teacher's dues, which are, you know, around $1,000 per year. So there will be other factors in there besides just the, you know, the federal the standard the yeah. taxes. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, something to think about. Um, You know, at the end of the day, with pensions, obviously we say 15%. With pensions, you have less control over that money. So we don't really fully count all of that towards the 15%. We usually say count about half of it towards your 15%. And then Mm -hmm. you mentioned the 403B. That's, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's cool. And then you said there were some other required contributions as well. Well, it would be like, you know, my teacher's dues um, and then also the, um, the flex spending plan, which yeah. I, I elect to do because that's just a no-brainer. You know, the cafeteria plan where you yeah. pay for, you know, expenses that aren't covered by your uh, yeah. co-pays and such. Or so, they cover your co-pays. So you've yeah. got a lot in there. The good thing, again, is this is based on percentage. So at the end of the day, if because of these extra things, you're a little over 15%. That's okay. It just means on down the line, you might not be putting as much money to, I don't know, paying off your house, but it's all good. You're still building wealth. And that's all that matters at the end of the day. So very, very good question. Very good. I'm giving him another booyah. Booyah. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) This is The Ramsey Show. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm Jade Warshaw, joined by Ken Coleman. We're taking calls all afternoon, so give us a call at 888-825-5225. And we'll talk about your life. We'll talk about your money. Dave Ramsey says we'll talk about you right in front of you. Mm -hmm. I like that. Uh, Ken, let's do this question of the day. All right. All right. The question of the day is brought to you each day by Neighborly, your hub for home services. Neighborly.com is the place to find reliable help for your home. From locally owned businesses like AirServe, we got Dryer Vent Wizard, Precision Garage Door. By doors. the way, my nickname in high school was Dryer Vent Wizard. Just an uh, interesting point. <laughs> I don't want to know why. Uh, you see what I did They there? used to call me Precision Garage Door Service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen. No, it didn't. None of those things are true. But Window Sorry, Genie. Jay, keep going. Window Genie would be a nice service. I mm-hmm. need to get my windows cleaned. I'm yes, not you do. I'm not getting up on a ladder and neither is Sam Warshaw. You're not going to let him up there? No way. Or he's refusing. What's just the truth? No, I don't want a National Lampoon's situation <laughs> on my hands. <laughs> All right? I'm going to call. I know Sam, he's pretty nimble. He's pretty he's nimble. He's nimble, but I'm calling Window Genie and I'm going to pay All right. a nice That's a good reasonable fee for Very them to do good it. Decision. So for expert help with just about anything you need including cleaning your windows, visit neighborly.com. Today's question comes from Brittany in New Mexico. I'm 28 and I'm in baby step 2. I really struggle with staying on budget since I'm single 
and I don't have that naturally built-in accountability partner, who do other single people use for their accountability partner to stay on track and meet their financial goals? This is a good question, Brittany. What do you What do you think, Jade? What do you What are you hearing here? You need single lady out there. All the single ladies. <laughs> there it is. You need a best friend. You ah. need a You need a good a BFF. They call it. Yeah. Yes. Is that still a thing? Uh, um, I'm a little outdated. What, uh, I'm old. Okay, we'll go with BFF. You're being very polite right now. A bestie. Oh, it's now a bestie. You need a bestie. Look, I'm I not much younger than you, this. Ken. Let's okay. be honest. You are. We, you need you need the right people. Okay, and I'm going right. to explain to you right quick what this what these people are or this person. Okay. They need to be someone who you can trust. All right, trustworthy. They need to be someone who's walking the walk. Ooh, right. Legit. So they can't talk. It can't be Uncle Boo Boo who's always talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, you know you need to get your money right and uh, the cryptocurrency. Boo Boo. Yeah, mm. he does. It has to be somebody who yeah. has money. Legit. You can't take money advice from broke people. Yeah. Okay, and Uncle Boo Boo is broke. He's not the one. Okay, you need somebody who will tell you the truth. Uh oh, truth teller. Hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And and it's not that they're judging you. They're just saying, hey, didn't you say? I, I thought you said you were sticking to your budget, and I. But I also saw that you were going to brunch mm-hmm. with, you know, Monica Ooh. and them, right? Well, Monica, you know, Monica will get you in trouble. She will. So uh-huh. you need somebody who will say those things to you <laughs> and hold you accountable, and then you have to be a person who's able to receive it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how that person is, if you aren't willing to receive the feedback, if there, you're not willing to receive the accountability. You're dropping it now because that's the real deal. You can have all the accountability in the world, but if you just nod, smile, and wave. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It ain't worth nothing but a chicken wing at that point. No thing but a chicken wing. This is great. This is my favorite segment ever. Now. Ever. I love everything we've just dropped here. All the words. We got Monica. We got we got we got we chicken got Uncle wings. Boo-boo. Uncle Boo Boo. Now let's dro- let's go let's go a little further into this. Um, okay. Oh, I can't wait to see where this goes. Well, I want to talk about this because we get this all the time. Man, it's hard for me, and I need accountability. It's hard for me to stick to my budget. Yeah. And we talk about it like it's kind of um like it's a trait that some people possess and some people don't. Oh. Great right? call. You're right. These, these they types got the of gene. people, they got the gene. No. Those, they're just disciplined people yeah. as though we came out of our mama's womb mm. disciplined. I don't buy that. No. I think that things like discipline and 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 doing what you said you're going to do, mm-hmm. those are skills I agree with you. that you build and develop and test mm-hmm. and challenge in yourself over time. I agree. Hit me with some, hit I, me with some all knowledge. All I got Kim. for you is amen. Well, That's all I got. I mean, I I, I, I can take an offering, but that's all I've got left after you and, did that. That's it's absolutely right. Because yeah. here's what you're saying: when you think that, you are essentially making an excuse. You're counting yourself out. You're going, I can't do it because I'm not as organized as Jade or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. I get that. I think yeah. you're absolutely right. It becomes a it becomes a crutch that we go. Well, I'm just not good enough. Yeah. So. Really good stuff. Love the question, Brittany. It's I a love great that. question. And, and, and the budget, by the way, if people are saying, well, Jade, how do I build that skill? When you start a budget, give yourself that accountability. And when yeah. you say to my, to yourself, okay, start, start small. Mm-hmm. Everything is not going to be perfect all right. at once, but maybe it's just one line item. Okay. This month, no matter what, yeah. I'm sticking to the grocery budget. Got to get in the gym. Yeah. That's the idea. That's how you build muscle. Mm-hmm. You have to show up, little throw by some little. weight around. And figure it out. Yeah. Let's go to the phone line. Dominic, San Jose. What do you have to say about it, San, uh, Dominic? 
Hi, uh, thank you so much for taking my call, guys. Of course. Um, so, basically, uh, I have a bit of a... At first, I call it buyer's remorse, but I think it's more buyer's guilt because Uh-oh. it's something that, like, I can justify, but it's something that I just don't think is was quite in line with, like, What did you buy, so Dominic? We can't <laughs> wait to hear this. It's, I'm, I think I might be overplaying it. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I am. Uh, but I, I bought a new car. Well, oh, a boy. newer car. What did you buy? Yeah. I bought a 2020 Tesla Model 3. Yes. 2020 Tesla Model 3. And then what's that set you back? It set me back, um, uh, like, out the door. It was uh, 41.3. Oh, boy. You bought everything, and you even are talking like the car guy. Out the door. <laughs> he told you, I'll get this for you right now, Dominic. Out the door, 41,000. You're like, yes, please. Well, what's your income? <laughs> No, he didn't tell me that. I had to figure that out myself. But um, <laughs> I, I make I make uh, one fifteen before taxes a year. What's the payment on this beauty? It is six eighty seven a month. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. I got to get a Pepto Bismol J takeover. Well, technically, we would tell people that anything going down in value like a vehicle, you shouldn't do more than fifty percent. Have more than fifty percent of your annual income tied up in that. So you're mm-hmm. under that. I think my guess is just maybe you've never had a car payment that's this costly and you're feeling it. And yeah. I don't like car payments, period. Mm-hmm. But what mm-hmm. was your car situation before you got into this Tesla? So I actually had a paid off car. That's what um, it is. It was only, yeah. And I and at the time I was like, yes, I just want to not have a car payment. It was like 11K. I paid it off in like a couple months because yeah. I didn't have all the cash right on hand. But um Basically, so, recently, in recent times, uh, I don't know, I just I started thinking about like, oh, maybe I would enjoy having something a bit more luxurious, mm-hmm. you know, rather than driving something so old. And I convinced myself into doing it. And I didn't, and I'm like, and I did that the math and I was like, yeah, I can afford it. And, you know, I went through with it and now I'm sitting here and I just looking at that much debt that's that's coming from having zero debt whatsoever. It's just like my heart sank. And so like, you oh, called us. <laughs> So why did you call yeah. us, Dominic? What's the question in here? Um, I'm kind of trying to figure. I'm kind of between two decisions. So I talked about it with my fiance, and she is telling me that it's probably just best to keep the car, just pay it off as quick as possible, because I, I'm able to pay off the car uh, in less than thirty months if I just make double payments, and I can afford that. I didn't yeah. that when I was doing the math. And she likes um, riding. The it. other option. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. let's throw other, that out there. And she likes riding in the Tesla. Come on. Yeah, no, she's like, please don't get rid of the car. I love your car. <laughs> All right, what's I'm the second mad. option? We got about a minute. We want to help you out. What's the second option? A uh, section second option is to uh, sell the car privately or trade it in, and then just get a cheaper car. What but can you get I'm for it if you sure. sell it? Um, privately about uh, reserve. Uh, say I would say like thirty one. So Oof. I'd be losing like ten grand yeah. off of like yeah. Uh, you know so, what? Yikes. It, it's really there's not a wrong answer here it's your only debt like i said you're kind of i i don't want anybody to have a car note i don't want them to go into that but you're kind of under that threshold um mm-hmm. you just hate having the payment and i don't blame you because you went from not having any payments to having a payment and it sucks right. so for you you know if your girlfriend is like get out of the car and you're like get out of the car then sell it you know take that stupid tax of ten thousand yeah. dollars and you're just going to have to bite the bullet on that and then get into something in cash or start saving towards that so you can make it happen. That's what I would do. Mm. Yikes. You know? I'm telling you. I'd I mean, he's got the it. money if he wanted to just write it out and pay it off. I I think I'd get after it. 
I think I'd I'd pay it off yeah. and learn this lesson. Turn that hate into a newfound emotion that you can't even describe to get out of this thing faster than you could possibly imagine. You are listening to The Ramsey Show. Where else can you go to just talk about money, Ken? You can't talk to, you know, you don't talk to your friends about money. Mm. Maybe some of y'all aren't even talking to your spouse about money. Uh Uh-oh. You need to start. And maybe that conversation can start here today. We'll help you with whatever it is that you're dealing with. We'll help give you advice. We'll help push you to do the next right step for your situation. But you got to give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. My name's Jade. Again, this is Ken sitting next to me. And we want to talk about your situation. So we're going to do that. We got Eric in Yuma, Arizona. I've been to Yuma. What's going on, Eric? Wow. Oh, thanks for taking my, my call, Ken and Jake. You're welcome. How can we help? All right, I'm 56 years old. I make 90,000 a year. I have 130 in a 401k and about 3,000 in an HSA that I only use as a retirement tool. Uh, I currently live in a RV that's worth about 35,000. Uh, and yes, it is down by the river. Um, <laughs> I, have a, I have a paid for truck. It's worth 32, a boat at 10,000 and add another SUV at 2,500 and an enclosed trailer that I use for storage. I'm to the end of step two, except for about 8,000 on the RV. And knowing that it's just short term living until I can get into a house, should I go ahead and just make the minimum payments on the uh, RV and go ahead and start step three and three B and so that I can move faster towards a house uh, how much is the rv worth 30 there are these 35,000 okay so it's even um my thought the, the thought that's going through my head is if you plan on buying a house you're going to sell the rv you're not going to keep it so i wanted right. to know yes, i'd pay it off yeah yeah i i list it as but, debt because you only have a little bit to go and if you wait till you're ready to buy a house to pay it off you will have lost money on it even more like you'll go to sell it and it won't be worth i was wanting to move directly from the rv into a house so and then just maybe sell the rv later and whatever i get out of the rv i can dump into the uh into the uh, mortgage how much do you have saved up for the house i don't have anything that's why i need to move on to step three and three b i only have my thousand dollar Okay, I misunderstood. I thought you said that you had paid. I, I misunderstood. So you have debt on all those things you listed out. No, no, I, he's paid off truck, his the boat. boat. The issue, all, okay. The the RV is the last step in step Got two. It. Okay, and I only owe about eight thousand on it. So, so if you I'll sold clear, it, if you sold it now, would that give you enough money for a down payment in Yuma, Arizona? Uh. Well, no, he'd still be upside down. Much, depends on how much house I find and how much I build. And that's another question with right. 10 to 15 years of income production left in my life and my working opportunities. So how much house can I have and how much do I put toward investing? What you need to do, here's what I think that I would do. Because you said you, you're earning, what's your income? 90K? Did yeah, I hear that? It's a good salary. Yeah, I don't see why you... And who else is involved in your life? Are you married? Do you have... No. No, divorced. So with a 90K income, I don't see why you can't knock out this AK, 80, I'm sorry, 8K on the RV lickety split. Get that out of your life. And then you should have plenty of money. There's no more debt. So you should have plenty of money to quickly save 
uh, what you want for, whether it's a, a condo that you're purchasing, a townhome. I'm not sure what size home you're looking for, um, but now's a good time to kind of start looking, okay, what's my life going to look like? You don't want to bite off more than you can chew um, and really see what that what you can afford going I would, forward. Yeah, Eric, yeah. Uh, the reason I, I would rather you sell the RV now because that is depreciating quickly. And so I want to get yeah. the most for it. And if I sell it now for 35, two things I get out of that. Number one, obviously I pay off the eight grand that I owe on it. And now you're completely debt free. And then I've got a nice chunk of cash that I can begin to build on if I rent for a year or whatever, or, uh, you know, I get something smaller because it's just you. That's what right. I'm thinking, Jade. I'd rather him capitalize on getting rid of this this the depreciating asset quickly. Yeah, that's possible. He could do. I mean, you could definitely do that. I don't know. I'm not mad at that plan. He, j- mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he makes ninety thousand. my truck. I was going to say you've got too. a boat, you've got a truck, you've got an RV. All of these things are going down in value. So based on our math, mm-hmm. what he's asking. What kind of what kind of house should he be looking at, Jade? Knowing that we're already off and running on a nice down payment if we sell several things. Well, I'm when I'm thinking about the RV is I'm thinking about that versus renting for however much time it's going to take for him to get the money for the house. I don't know that he needs to rent. Well, where is he going to go? Well, he buys a smaller go? buys a smaller house. I want to figure out what with what you can do with your ninety k. You got no debt. You look at your monthly budget, your take home. You sell a couple things. Can you get up to $50,000? Could you amass $50,000 pretty quickly? I thought I heard that much money in there. Right. And I agree. I, I had thought about selling my truck and drive just drive the SUV, which was not... You don't need two cars. ...for years to, to get. Right. Well, it's just the, what was left from my beater truck, you know, and I've just not got rid of it yet. Yeah, I don't think you need so, two vehicles. So options. I get. Yeah, you've got options. It's For you, it's all about how quickly can we get there. And I'm trying to get to home ownership as quickly as possible so I can pay off the home ownership Which is as why quickly I'm as saying, possible. Can you buy a two hundred fifty I don't know Yuma, so I'm going somewhere with all these questions. Can you buy a two hundred fifty thousand dollar house in Yuma? Oh, but, oh you can buy two hundred fifty thousand dollars mobile homes in Yuma. I would not buy a mobile home. I don't want a mobile home. I'm not buying a mobile home. No, so I'm what, not buying a mobile home. So I know that. I'm not that's just the way prices are here. Okay, so it's what it's, could so you, you afford? Yeah, what could you get? For what you're looking for. What does it cost? Well, it, my thought is it's a small, uh, a three-bedroom, two-bath, just a simple, clean house, you know, that uh, in 10 to 12 years I can pay off and put as much equity into, and if I have to, after that point, sell and downsize. But what, what does, does that, that cost? Two to $300,000. Okay. Depending on the so, so again, house. I'm not the mathematician in the room, but if I sell the RV at 35 and I owe eight, right. all right, all right, now I'm walking away with some money there, and then I got a truck, and then I got a boat, and I'm going, can I get close to 50000 and you're making ninety? How quickly right. can you get $50,000 down payment? That's a really stellar yeah. down payment. That's a 20% on something something yeah. in the two fifty yeah. range, True right? That. Am True I that. wrong? You're not wrong, Ken okay. Coleman. I'm just saying, dude. And now we get rid of the RV, which is not helping you long term. That's true. You can part with the RV. Yeah, it, it's, a short, it's just a short-term answer, and I... I was looking at probably staying in the RV maybe another year and piling up as much money and selling the boat. And, I like uh, Ken's, I like Ken's option because if you start now. selling, if you sell the truck, then you sell the boat. The last thing to go is the RV and you come up with, you know, 
a little short term solution until it's time to get the house that you want. I think that's the way to stack up that cash as quickly as possible. I'm trying to come up with 23 grand. Not, you, that's what I need to come up with because you got the 27 if you sell the RV at 35 and you owe eight. So now I'm there. I need to come up with 23 more. Yeah. 50,000 is pretty darn close to the kind of down payment we'd want him to put on it. That's right. And Ideally, yes? Yes, right. that's right. And we've got another rule that we're working with, which is the amount of assets that he has that are going down in value for his income. Yeah. We've got a $35,000 deal, something that's worth 25000 something that's worth $10,000, and another vehicle the truck the suv the boat the rv is too much we got to offload some of it and it's way better to throw that money into something that's going up in value as quickly as possible as a home actual freestanding home that's what i'm doing yeah well, what do you that's think what i'm looking at 10, 10 to 15 years left you know i've got to start putting as much more into my investments mm-hmm. and, and my i think this is investment will be a home yeah eric i think this is a good move I love this plan. This yeah. fast forwards everything for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, yeah. you're debt free, yeah. except for the home, oh, yeah. and now you can pay that off, and you're golden. So. I know that's right. The key here is he can't bite off too much home. Like he's really got to keep that. Hey, I was looking at you to make sure my numbers were adding. No, up. I liked it. I, I like think he that. can find something. He said between two and three hundred, and he's got the assets to be able to make a really solid down payment right yeah. now. I think that's good. That RV, if he, you're right. That thing can drop like a rock if he's not too, too careful. So really good stuff. The key here is walking those baby steps in order, looking at what you've got around you, looking at what you can sell. In his case, he's probably not picking up a bunch of side hustles. But he's got a lot of stuff laying around that he can sell to get that money. And you should get that money. This is The Ramsey Show. This is The Ramsey Show, the only place where you can go to get real talk, the real deal on your finances, on your mental health questions, on your career questions, because we've got Ken Coleman on the show today. And you can give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. The scripture and the quote of the day is this. I will not cause pain without allowing something new to be born says the Lord. That's Isaiah 66, 9. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I will not cause pain without allowing something new to be born. Ooh, that's good. That's good in retrospect. Drew Barrymore said this, life is very interesting. In the end, some of your greatest pains become your greatest strengths. That's a word. It's mm-hmm. growing something. It's Nothing's wasted is what they're saying. Yeah, that's right. Nothing is ever wasted. That is so, so good. All right, let's go to Jonathan. All right, let's go to John in Atlanta, Georgia. That's what happens when I take my glasses off. Mm-hmm. What's going on, John? <laughs> hey, um, I, I I have kind of an interesting situation. Um, I'm, and it's more so I'm looking for career advice. Sure. Um, so I, uh, I, I'm in a career where I, I handle marketing. Um, I make about 120000 per year. Um, I have a nice 401k, nice benefits package. Um Going back five years ago, I went through kind of the worst nightmare uh, in terms of, of uh, debt and career choices. I had to sell our house. Um, we had $60,000 worth of debt, which may not seem like much, but it was a lot to me at the time. And we used the equity in our house to pay off that debt, ended up moving, and just just a big spiral of uh, a, a nasty situation. Um, since then, I've kind of made it my mission to get out of debt and, and to go beyond that. So I started 
um, doing side hustles and, and uh, doing contract work on the side. Um, my expertise is in really uh, political and, and very nuanced marketing and communications. Mm-hmm. And I was able to build something up uh, very successful in that. Um, and each year it's, it's grown. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out when, when I should make the switch to doing that full time, because it's what started out as kind of moonlighting in, in um, contract work has turned into in reality, me working two full time jobs. How much, how much are you making on the side hustle? So uh, every year it's grown Uh, in 2016, I made 20,000 2018 political it's it's every other year right uh 2018 i, I made 50,000 2020 i made 100,000 and last year i made 375 um and this year is the first year in an odd year that i actually made made some income so i made 76 this year um so it's it's kind of stacking up um my my I, I, my, my gut is telling me that it's it's time to make a switch. Um, hey, John, John, my friend, uh, your gut is is crazy in alignment with my gut. Um, this is a good move for you, man. Um, mm-hmm. I, I assume you've been stacking this money in the in this separate account, or are you paying yourself some of it? Uh, a, a, a little bit of both. Um, we've been primarily living on um, the the main income from my. Good. Uh, I was hoping business. you were going to say that. So, how much do you have in the side business account? Uh, well, I don't keep much in the business account, but um, but where are you uh, keeping it? Where are you keeping it? Uh, in I, I'm essentially taking it as as salaries and dividends and uh, oh, so it, you it, are. It, yeah, but you just told it, us that you were paying yourself just a little bit. You were living off your main gig. Well, I, I it, it's 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 coming into my pocket and then I'm using it for, for investments for a one case. I'd rather not keep it in a bank account. Wait, or, wait, well, wait. But here's the problem with that, John, uh, sure. uh, that money, I understand you're paying yourself and you're doing it the right way and dividends, and everything else. But I want that money in that account because if I'm going to walk away from my full-time job, I got to have that money in the account to pay me. Yeah. And there's ways that you can invest through your business so you're not having to pull out all the money do you see what i'm saying like if you set up the right type of simple 401k you could do a contribution through the business and then you could do a contribution based on your payroll as well your personal part part of this is that this has snowballed over the last five years and like i I, i'm working two full-time jobs i haven't really found the the right way to to handle you know, spooling all that up. And, and, um, so, all right, so well, you're let me, right let's up. help you with that. I feel like because, you're thinking too hard. Yeah. All right. So here's what sure. I would do if I were you. Um, I would, I would not walk. So you're in an off year right now. Um, I would, the 75 you're going to make this year, I, if it were me, I would have put it all and I would kept it, I would have kept it in the bank, mm-hmm. in, in the, the business, in the business account. And I want, what I tell people is you can move from your side hustle to your full to you can move from your full-time gig to your side hustle when it is spitting off enough to take care of your needs, what you require in salary, and you've got a minimum 
of six months of your salary in the bank. That's what my, doesn't mean that I'm right. I love that. It's what I would do. I would have six months of my salary. So you make 120. So six months of that. So 60,000 I'd have in the business account. That would be six months before I stepped away and resigned and said, I'm out. Okay. That's what I would do. And is that on top of your typical three to six months of well, I'm assuming, expense, expenses? Um, well, no, because it's not, it's, it's, my point is, is that I'm not, it's not about the baby steps in that particular situation because mm-hmm. it's his new salary. So he would still be working his baby steps, but he'd have yeah. six months. Oh, you're saying, yes, it does not include the yeah, emergency this is, fund. This is this separate is in my, the business account. Yes. This is my salary yes, that I'm walking you. into. Mm-hmm. So it I like is that. separate because yeah. I don't want anybody ever touching their emergency fund for salary exactly and that's why i love this ken okay so i say minimum six months and if you had the 75 which i feel like you've been paying yourself some of that so Mm -hmm. i would stock it back up before i left Mm -hmm. because i want you to leave because you've already got a pipeline and i think you're gonna be fine i think this is a no-brainer but i wish you had more money in the uh, side hustle bank account your business i wish you had more in there so that when you walk away you're not thinking about anything but building that business. And I want you to take better care because um, I might be wrong, but what you said is like, hey, I'm pulling everything out of the business. I'm taking that as payroll and then I'm turning around and taking that money and investing it. I want to be a little more savvy on how we're doing that because, I mean, you're, you're going to have to pay taxes on that. You're going to pay payroll taxes on both sides as the employer and as the employee mm-hmm. just to invest it where you could leave some of that money in the business. And have more tax advantage by investing yeah. into your own solo 401k through the business. Are you doing that? Do you have a SEP or something uh, like no, that? No, I don't. And I just hadn't, I, I hadn't gotten to that point yet where it was appropriate. I mean, last year. Was I mean, you got a lot of money so. coming in. Uh, bro, I'm going to tell you right now, when you started making a hundred grand or more, it was appropriate. Uh-huh. You have you been start- paying taxes? Yeah. Okay. I just want to be sure. Okay. <laughs> you had me over here sweating, John. Okay. No, no. In fact, I overpaid this year. So good. I'm, I'm getting some back. Okay. Good, good, so. good. Yes. I just want to make sure you're doing that. But um, is your wife working too? No. Um, okay. Part part of this was um, our, our son has, has some medical conditions. And so in order for her to stay home, I, I started doing contract work and it just good. Okay. I think you're ready, my friend, but I would prefer that you stack it up a little bit more Mm -hmm. and don't pull the trigger yet. You've done it this far. Unless, let me say this, unless you're fried because you're working two full-time jobs and I can hear that in your voice. I think you might be on the verge of frying. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, yeah, I I would say so. Well, then I would, uh, I mean, you're ready. I think you could move some money around and, and, and boost up maybe beyond your emergency fund, some of the stuff you've done. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'd be smart with this, but I think it's time. Mm-hmm. It's time for you to commit and go all in. Okay. I love it. That's yeah. good call. That's a great call. You guys are stud. I love that. And you had so many good nuggets that I think so many people can use in their journey to transitioning from whatever yes. job it is to, Don't you know. take a leap with nothing to leap into it is not glamorous that's a fact you gotta you gotta create a net because you can't just be jumping without a net make yeah, it that only do works it the in right the cartoons way. i know that's right all right guys that does it for this hour of the ramsey show this last three hours we've enjoyed hanging out with you and remember when it comes to your money you can tell me you won't do it but don't tell me you can't do it 
Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.